You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajax.com. Hello again, Maranatha Church. Welcome back to the podcast. We are still in week six of our Acts series. We are covering Acts 10 and 11. If you did not listen to the previous podcast, I would encourage you to do so because I'm just going to continue talking about that and building on that um, material from last week. And so if you know where we are, then you know that we are talking about Peter and his interaction with Cornelius in Acts 10 and 11. And in the rest of this chapter, I want to continue talking about this idea that this message of the gospel was first to the Jews, as it's mentioned in Romans, and then to the Gentiles going out to the rest of the world. And so here in Acts 11, we see it going out, continuing to go out. But before it does, Peter is faced with um, kind of on trial here with the rest of the Jewish believers. He goes back to Jerusalem after his experience with the Holy Spirit and the Gentile believers and seeing God move in the Gentile uh, Gentiles' lives and his mind was blown. He ended up going back to Jerusalem and everyone's kind of waiting for him. You kind of kind of see this scene where everyone's kind of has their arms crossed. The Jewish believers have their, you know, I'm just imagining it this way, their arms crossed and their feet kind of tapping the floor, wondering, okay, Peter, you know, explain yourself. And Peter does. He defends himself in Acts 11 and he retells the story of what just happened in Acts 10, just a, a brief recap. And uh, he tells them, look, I brought these six other people with me. So that was smart for Peter to do so, to bring six other um, believers, Jewish believers with him when that experience happened, because something happened that Peter's mind was not ready for. And so it was good that he had other believers there to confirm and to be a witness, which was a very uh, great thing that Peter thought to do. And so he brought other people. He's like, look, these other six people were with me. They saw what happened, okay? The, the Holy Spirit fell on the Gentiles' lives, filled them, and and they were filled with, with the power of Jesus. And so Peter's explaining this to them. And he says uh, in verse 15 of Acts 11, as he's talking to this, uh, what they called the circumcised party, these Jewish believers, he says, as I begin to speak, the Holy Spirit came down on them just as on us at the beginning. So Peter's explained, look, just like it did with when, it, when the Holy Spirit fell on us, like in Acts 2, like we saw, just in that moment, he says, I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, and then there's red letters here, and he quotes something Jesus said back in uh, Matthew 3. And this part, this quotation actually isn't in Acts 10 during that experience. So we're giving it a little insight of what happened when Peter was in that moment with the Gentiles. He was reminded of the word of the Lord. He was reminded of the very words of Jesus. And Jesus says this, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says that to his disciples very early on. And Peter remembers that. And I just thought about how important it is for us to remember and to bring back remembrance, um, the scriptures that we've read. And the Holy Spirit does this as we're in moments in our life. If we are, you know, if we were reading and faithful to the scriptures and um, seeking to understand them, and we have these scriptures embedded in us as we've gone along on our journey, Holy Spirit reminds us of things as we're going along. When something happens, when God's moving, the Holy Spirit will remind us of a scripture. And this happens often in my own life where I'm in a moment and I feel like the Lord's prompting me to read something to somebody or something's happening. It reminds me of a scripture that I read. And this is what was happening with Peter is that that God was reminding him through the Holy Spirit 
about Jesus's words. And I thought that was just so important for us to fill our mind and heart with scripture so that when the Holy Spirit does move, we can receive confirmation from the word itself. This is how God works. He confirms things with his word. So it's very important for us to read the scriptures, to fill our mind, fill our heart with the scripture, just as Peter had his heart and mind filled with the scripture. So then um, it says in verse 17, if then God gave them the same gift, Peter's talking to the, the, the circumcised party here, that, ha- that he also gave to us, uh, Jewish believers, when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, how could I possibly hinder God? And so the room kind of grows silent at that moment. And actually, that's exactly what the scripture says. When they heard this, they became silent, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem. And then they glorified God. So there was a moment of silence, like they had to really think about what was happening. And they're like, well, we, I, I don't think we can really have anything to argue against this, which is awesome. I'm great. I'm glad they received it. And they glorified God, praise God, say, so, saying, so then God has given repentance resulting in life even to the Gentiles. And so the Jewish believers in Jerusalem now believed Peter. This is very important uh, because Jerusalem is still the, the, the hub of Christianity. And so now the very center, Jerusalem, of where the Christian message was, was being spread, going out, the very center of it now believed that this message was not just for Jewish people, but also for Gentile believers. The same message, the same Holy Spirit is going to fill Gentile believers. So that message was received in Jewish leaders in Jerusalem. I mean, what a fulfillment of what Jesus's kingdom was trying to accomplish. That when he said, I came first to the Jewish people, now we see it being fulfilled in this story. The Jewish leaders, Peter, everyone's on board. All right, let's go. This message is going out to the world. Like you can just feel the excitement as you read this scripture that they're ready to do this. And then we'll see here in Acts 11 at the very end of this chapter, it does do that. It goes out to a place um, in Antioch. Um, it says that uh, that there's believers now going out because of the scattered because they were scattered um, at the persecution of Stephen. So Stephen's mentioned here again. Um, it goes out to all these different nations, and now there's missionaries actually being sent out to evangelize to Gentile people. Okay, it says that they they were going to people just just the Jewish people, but now it says there were some people sent from Cyprus and Cyrene to go to Antioch and speak to the Greeks. Okay, also proclaiming the good news about the Lord Jesus to to them. So we see this this spreading out happen, but it first starts. Like I said, the previous podcast, it first went to the Jewish people. And this is very uh, important to keep understanding this because as we read the Hebrew scriptures, the Old Testament, Genesis through Malachi, we must understand that this was a Hebrew uh, scripture, that this was written from the Hebrews to the Hebrew people, to the nation of Israel. This is what all of the Old Testament writings are from Hebrew people leading up to the first century Jewish man named Jesus. All of the scriptures point to Jesus. So we need to understand the Hebrew scriptures in the Hebrew context. That's very important that we do that so that we can understand this entire story, the entire picture of the Bible and where we're going. As we reflect back into the Old Testament with the lens of Jesus, the first century Jewish man, as we reflect back into the Hebrew scriptures, 
God is going to propel us into the, the future and help us understand what is coming, the day of the Lord. Help us to understand that Jesus is returning and he's Jesus is still a Jewish man today. And he, a Jewish man, is returning for all of us as believers. And this um, this is a fulfillment of Scripture in uh, in Isaiah, we see prophecies saying that this message is going to go out into the whole world. Isaiah fifty two ten says, "The Lord has displayed His holy arm in the sight of all the nations; all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God." And so we see this fulfillment of this scripture starting in Acts 11. We see the fulfillment of the scripture starting. So it has not been fulfilled yet, but we see it starting when the Jewish people, Peter and the Jewish leaders said, this is supposed to go to the nations. So Isaiah 52, 10 said, this is what's going to happen. Then in Isaiah 61, 11 says, for as the earth produces its growth and as a garden enables what is sown to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. So once again, all the nations are seeing this Jewish man. And as we look back, we see Jesus, this Jewish man crucified on a cross. All nations are looking at this moment back in 2000 years ago, we're all looking back at this moment and we're seeing a Jewish man die for our sins, for all of us together. And we are um, rejoicing that, that he has done this for us. We're rejoicing that he beat death, that he overcame the cross, overcame and resurrected from the dead. And there will be a moment when we all are with him together in our new resurrected bodies. So... Uh, I hope that we can understand this, all of this together, this um, this story in this Hebrew context. Um, and then lastly, I want to look at Revelation 15, where at the end here, Revelation 15, we see this uh, verse here. I'm going to read Revelation 15 too. It says there, he saw this. I saw uh, something like a sea of glass. Um, I mixed with fire and those who had won the victory over the beast, these people that won the victory, its image and the number of its name were standing on the sea of glass with harps from God. They sang the song of God's servant, Moses, and the song of the lamb. You can read about the song of Moses in Exodus 15 when Moses and the people of Israel, the Hebrew people, were restored and, and um, uh, redeemed out of Egypt. And they were um, heading into the promised land and, and Moses breaks out in song. And you can see it also in Deuteronomy um, 20, sorry, Deuteronomy 31. And so they sang this song. It says, great and awe-inspiring are your works, Lord God, the Almighty, just and true are your ways. King of the nations, not just the, not just the nation of Israel, king of the nations. So this is, a end time uh, song they were singing. And he's the king. We see that he, Jesus, is the king of the nations. Lord, who will not fear and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All the nations will come and worship before you because your righteous acts have been revealed. So we see this beautiful picture of all people group, all nation groups coming together, singing a song of Moses. So they're singing a Hebrew song. Do you see that? All nations are singing together a Hebrew song 
a, a song that was written by a Hebrew man, Moses, a great leader and prophet. We're all singing this song together about Jesus and the song of the lamb, the lamb of God, Jesus himself. And so this beautiful picture of all of us together singing a song, a Hebrew song to a, to a Jewish man uh, who is our savior. So all that being said, um, we see at the end of Acts 11, once again, I mentioned before that this message is going out to the nations, and we continue to see that today. We continue to see this fulfillment of these uh, prophetic words, that it's going out to the nations, that this word in Revelation, he's the king of all nations. So let's turn that into a prayer, that that the Lord... Jesus Christ would be Christ of all nations, that we continue to pray for nations. We continue to pray for different people group who don't know the Lord, continue to pray and seek the Lord, that salvation will be known throughout all the nations. And so I'm going to pray that right now, and then uh, we'll go. So Lord, we thank you for coming. Jesus, we thank you for coming as a first century Jewish man. We help us to understand exactly what that meant, what that means today, what the Hebrew scriptures are saying about you, what they're saying about us and the age and, and what's to come. And so, Lord, we thank you that you came, that you died, and that you rose again, and that you are coming again. And so, Lord, may the word of the Lord go out to all nations. So turn that into a prayer uh, yourselves, that you just pray that same phrase that I just prayed. May the word of the Lord go out to all nations. So just like our church is called Maranatha, that's my ending word for us as our prayer is Maranatha. 